Bam, we're live. Oh, shit. Stand by. Have you seen this uh, yet, Caleb? Uh, where are we? Okay. I hit this button, and then I go over here to brand, and then I do this. That's the sound of a 360-degree barbell brush by Hybrid Athletics. Hey. Fancy. Not bad. Oh, and I don't, I, I don't know about the 360. I mean, I could see a gap there. <laughs> <laughs> False ass. Hey, it's like all the news. It's all just a bunch of bullshit. Maybe 270. Oh God, Brian. That's Rob Orlando's fault. I want you to know that that is just a sponsor. We don't endorse the product. You know, it's got, he, so he sent me those. I do endorse I had, the product. You do? Okay. Yeah, that product is good. It That's is. the best thing for cleaning yeah. barbells I've ever used. Well, shit, good. He sent me those. He's such a good dude. And I'm like, dude, my barbells sit in my gym and they're like the cleanest <laughs> ones ever. Only my grimy little hands touch them. It's like, geez. I thought you used them for like 75 pound back squats. <laughs> those, the, the, the bars? Or yeah, I do. I, I, I do all that, but they never get dirty with the frequency I use them. You sold all your plates other than the 15s, right? No, I kept them. They're, but, but they're here holding my mic up. They're no longer for, uh, <laughs> they're no longer for working out. Uh, Angelo, thanks for coming on. Um, I think last week you were eating Gatorade, which I didn't approve. And then I just saw you eating a cookie, which I don't approve. I appreciate the consistency. Awesome. You're a good dude. <laughs> Caleb will be running the back end today. And Brian, oh, it's so much quieter without Caleb. What is Caleb? I, Caleb's probably like growing weed, and those are like fans and shit in the background. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of weed, I, 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 I had a guest that smokes a ton of weed on the show. And last time, and I had him on the show, and um, last time I had him on the show, he was just rolling a huge blunt, and I have all these bags of weed. I don't smoke weed, but now my office just reeks of marijuana. It's kind of crazy. This it's is not- from, your, from your garden? Yeah, this is like from two years ago. I should what do you do with it? I should, if you don't smoke I should, with it. I, I, smoke nothing. It. I just have bags and bags like this that I just harvested. I don't know. My, my, <laughs> wife, my, wife, my wife bought some big glass jars and um, soaked it in alcohol. And then she puts it in spray bottles, and when she when she has pain, she sprays it on it, and she swears by it. A lot of people swear by it. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, twenty two point two. It's in the books. Yep. You guys did it. Yep. Uh, and uh, and um, and basically what I'm seeing is uh. Unfortunately, when I go to last week, there was this feeling I had that like none of these shows matter. The open doesn't matter. You guys were kind of giving me that vibe. And then I see Sarah Sigmund's daughter made a post. Did you guys see that? The open doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. And I know she's doing that to take pressure off herself, but it breaks my heart. The open does matter. Kind of, I guess. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Show me that. (laughs) Where is that? The open does no matter. She forgot the T, but I, but I, I understand (laughs) what she means. I understand what she means. Um, Brian, tell us why the open does not matter to Sarah Sigmund's daughter. Like, I, I know we haven't talked to her directly, but but what's your guess? Oh, well, in, in in the case of Sarah this year, there's a much bigger you know thing at play. Is she hasn't had a healthy CrossFit Games in a long time, so she needs to you know do whatever little mental tricks she can to navigate the season, get to the CrossFit Games, and hopefully finish it healthy. That's the that's the winning recipe for her this season. Anything other than that is a loss. So if that means that she needs to make those notes and write those things down to remind herself that this is not the end goal. This is not what I'm training for this year. This is just something that I have to do to get there. Then good for her. 
Yeah. Um, I thought you were going to give a different reason. Does it matter to Fakowski, Angelo? Uh, have, you, have you seen his Have you seen his scores? Uh, no, I'm just looking in the comments, so I'm guessing he's still not doing too hot. No, but I, but I, I have to guess it. I was going to guess it doesn't matter to him for the same reason it doesn't matter to Sarah, meaning they just need to get to the quarterfinals. Yeah, I think, I think that's very true. And I think, did one of you guys mention that uh, he possibly has a injury he may not be talking about? Was that on here or was I talking to somebody else? <clears throat> I think I heard that he possibly might have an injury that he's not talking about. So that could be part of it. So maybe he's just doing them once, kind of giving it his best effort for right now, and then just, uh, I guess, moving on. Brian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I mean, the big picture thing is that uh, for, for the athletes of this caliber is they only need to finish in the top 10%. So, uh, you know, there are, I guess, a small number of people who are maybe chasing the caches at the top of the leaderboard, but the rest of them are just, I think, for the most part, doing this either on Thursday evening or Friday morning, and it's basically just part of their training for the day, um, and then they just move on and don't think any more about it, and that's what you know most of those guys should be doing and girls should be doing. Uh, it says Michael Fitzgerald is Fakowski's coach. Um, does that mean um, – is he an OPEX guy, Michael Fitzgerald? That that doesn't mean coach. That just means that the guy who judged him for that workout. Right. And uh, yes, Thank you I, I, I think he's. I don't think he's. I don't know if it's. I think he's with, still with OPT in Canada. The like that's the company in Canada. That's who performance training. He took it over for James when James moved to the U.S. and started uh, OPEX. Okay, and Brent's one of those guys. Uh, I don't that's know about training. that. He might have just gone. He might have just done that workout at whatever wherever Michael is. The hardest I've ever seen anyone push on a workout was Michael Fitzgerald, by the way. And you can see that. Yes. Yes, it is true. It is true. Ah, and and not pass out. Sorry. And not pass out. I've seen some people push so hard that they just like, like we saw Jason Kalipa just faint. And we saw, um, we saw that other girl do the, the Ford somersault. She crossed finish line, but he did the chipper in 2009 against Miko Salo. And it was nuts. He was like, he was screaming in agony. It was, it was it was crazy. It was uh he he that guy that guy that guy knows how to push. Um, are those numbers concerning for you about Fakowski? Like he could possibly not make the quarterfinals? No, no, no. I think that showed that he was in one thousand seven hundredth worldwide, and I think currently you have to be like within the top seven thousand something in North America, and he's <laughs> at the top two thousand worldwide. So it's not not even close. Okay. Uh, so let's talk about the first thing that just stood out like a sore thumb to me. And I guessing it stood out like a sore thumb to you guys, um, is the, the rules. There were, um, there were rules on the website and, uh, Brian, you and I briefly talked about this during the week. And then there were rules on the Instagram page. I personally found them contradictory. And the reason why I found them contradictory is I think one of the definitive qualities of stepping or walking is, is that one of your feet is on the ground at the same time. And I tell or one of your feet is always on the ground when you're walking, always, never both your feet in the air. And then the, the distinction between walking and jumping is, is when there's a moment in time, no matter how small, where both your feet are in the air at the same time. And you cannot do that if you're walking. You cannot. It's no longer walking. So the bottom Those left, are my definition. Yeah, the bottom left here, where we see the athlete jumping over the bar, these are the rules that we're really talking about. The bullet points underneath that, and if you re- read these rules, which is what I did on Thursday, 
<clears throat> because for the as long as I've been doing the open, CrossFit has always said during the live announcements, make sure that you read the movement standards that are on this document adjacent with the scorecard before doing the workout to make sure that you're adhering to them because you don't want to have to redo the workout because you didn't read the rules. And and that has basic has always been their instruction. So I always do that. So I read these rules and I and as we see here, we can go through them. The athlete must clearly jump over the barbell. Both feet must be off the ground as the athlete passes over the bar. So this is a gray area right here, that, to your point. Both feet off the ground implies a jump. As the athlete passes over the bar, I don't know what that means. Does that mean the center of the athlete, any part of the athlete, the entire athlete? It's unknown. Stepping over is not permitted. Fine. You do not need to use a two-foot takeoff. Fine. Scaled divisions can step. Fine. And touching the barbell is a no-rep. We've always known that. So I made this little video on Thursday and I, and I had a friend of mine film it, and I slowed it down, and it's a style of burpee I would never would never and have never done before. And I took these still frames of it, and here you can see one of them, and then to the right is even a better one. Uh, That's uh, legit. That's legit according to the rules, by the way, right there. Yeah, so, so you, you can see that. the athlete's body yeah. is passing over the bar with both feet off the ground. So it checks all the boxes of the written rules. Yes. Now, if you show, if you watch the video, you can see that this is a you know what I would consider an egregious attempt to uh, cheat the rules. Like this is not I would not consider this a burpee or, or, or jumping over the bar burpee in any other year or any other instance. But but, but according to those rules, it is. But according to the rules, I wanted to see can I do this little sneaky whatever thing yes. and check the boxes, and that's what I did. Um, I'd like to hear Angelo's opinion on this real quick. Angelo, are you are you seeing are you reading those rules exactly like Brian and I did? Uh, yeah, so I read them, and Brian and I actually, or I actually, I texted him uh, and said, based on the video that Boz put out, that that would be a no rep, but based on the what they writ what what is written there, it is a good rep. So, but what he says is it clearly needs to be a jump. It cannot be like this little I forget how he phrased it, like this little half step jump thing. Like it has to be clearly a jump. I'm like, well, but we, that leaves we, a lot. Yeah, and if we could listen to what he says, dude, yeah. maybe we should listen to this because there's one thing in yeah. particular he says that really bothers me. When we're, we, we're doing burpees over the bar. This year's standard is the same standard as the athletes used during last year's online semifinal events. And so what that means is that there is no two-foot takeoff requirement. This allows athletes to move a lot faster through the workout However, you have to know that even though there's not a two-foot takeoff requirement, you have to jump over the bar. You cannot step over the bar. So if you're trying to do a little faker half step that ends with a little jump to try to meet the letter of the law, that's not going to count. It still has to clearly be a jump over the bar. We've just relaxed the two-foot takeoff standard. Have fun with this one. See, but in my opinion, that is clearly a jump. He's clearly jumping off one foot. I mean, I, I think so. I mean, it, it is kind of a step jump, but it means he's jumping off one foot. It's in the and jump it, rope. This makes me so uncomfortable, too, because Adrian's one of my best friends in the world. Can we make this segment <laughs> fast? I don't want to fucking tear him up. No, no, so I don't think I don't want to tear up either. The problem, shit the bed. To me, the, the problem with what he said right there is if you're trying to do this to meet the letter of the law, you're still wrong. It still doesn't count. And and it's like, okay, that. Oh, none, no one would want to have a set of written laws that if you are behaving within the boundaries of the laws, you could still get penalized for your actions in, in, in regular life. Uh, you can't steal anything. 
But if you do steal something and it's kind of like this, then maybe it's okay. Well, yeah. well in Santa Cruz, if it's less than 950 bucks, it's okay. Yeah, seriously, I'm not joking. <clears throat> there you oh, go. Oh, society's gone to shit. That's what I mean. So that's the that. And so that was weird to me that he actually there any- said that. With, if you're trying to do this within the letter of the law, it still doesn't count. That was where the gray area yeah. came up. And I, I, I had conversations with some people who have been doing open workouts for eight, nine, or 10 years. And, and they said after the workout, they go, honestly, for the first time in the 10, nine years I've been doing the CrossFit Open, I actually didn't know if I was meeting the standard during the workout or not. And that, any, that is a problem. Were there any contentious videos? Has any? I'm, I'm guessing what they did when they saw they fucked up, they're like, okay, Everything's good on this. Don't judge anyone harshly. Well, I, well, I mean, the crazy thing was, and I and I posted this on Thursday as well. Is you know, someone immediately recalled Katrin's video from the semifinals last year, and it, and that you know she received a penalty for that, and it was a huge topic of conversation. And I I reposted that person's thing and said, I think this is why they've they've changed this rule because <clears throat> I'm not just trying to to point out a problem here, but I'm also trying to understand why have they done this, and we saw. That, you know, Katrin and her team over there last year read the rules because as he said in his video, it's the same standards from last year's semifinals. So they read the rules like I read the rules. And then they probably made a little video and tested it. Yep. They're over the bar. Both feet are off the ground. That's a good rep. And so CrossFit was like, no, that's, you know, in, in their mind, they're probably like, what the fuck? That's not what we meant. So you guys are trying to cheat the rules and skirt your way around it. And someone's, a lot of people DM me, no high level athlete would ever try to do this. Well, we have a two-time fittest woman on earth who did this six months ago. So if you know, that's not a valid argument. And then I posted that thing, and within one minute of each other that night, one person messaged me DM, that's a jump over, and the other one said that's a step over. Two different people that don't know each other at all. So many people sent me that video catcher, and they're like, look at this, and I couldn't figure out what they were trying to show me. I didn't see anything wrong with what she did. I want to. I'd like to roast her over the coals. I thought her performance was fucking insane. I thought she killed it. What did she do wrong in that video? What was she penalized for? Uh, I seen the video. This is you're talking about from semifinals last year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, for the thing that that Adrian just explained is that she was trying to do the least possible standard to meet the letter of the law, which you should not be penalized for. That time, no, cost you should not be penalized a, for that. If you've no. written it one way and the athlete finds a way to do it, you should not penalize them for your lack of foresight in, in realizing that someone might try this. You could, I agree. It's, you it's, could on, the, you, on the flip side, what you could say is, this is not what we intended. We won't be allowing this in the future, but because we didn't specify beforehand, this video stands. Yep, I agree. I agree. Did did they have they addressed this with all the complaints and all? And it, I mean, it's an obvious. It's such an obvious mistake. They added the video it? to the uh, app at some point. They edited it. No, they added it. It wasn't oh. on there, and then it was on there, and you could see the the burpees. You know, it says. Check this video for the burpee standards. Never before, and I wrote this also on that night. I said, look, I could have watched the open announcement, turned it off, read the scorecard, done the workout using those burpees, checked my own video, re- took the still shots, realized, yep, these are good reps. I'm off the ground and over the bar and submitted my- and moved on with my life and submitted my score, and I would have been cheating without knowing it, basically. It's nuts. Yeah, it's nuts. It's and in- because of the way that the rules were written this year to make, make it more uh, inclusive for people to participate, I could have done that in the presence of a, someone who's a registered judge with no video and no one would ever know. Uh, um, and another thing is, is that CrossFit is about definitions. One of the things that I like to make, for, what, are we, what are we looking at? 
This one? I've never seen this. This is, I mean, it's, you're right. It's, it, that's a good rep. It should be. And there were, and I saw a lot of people doing burpees just like this. And here's the other thing. I had no idea how to brief this in my gym. Yeah. I mean, her shit's people good. People ask me all kinds of questions and I'm like, I, I think that's good. I didn't, I, it's a, it, it's the first time I really haven't known what was a good rep and what was a bad rep. Let me ask you this too. If there, if this, why does this, why does this clarification matter? It does it matter because we're trying to crown the fittest. And at the end of the day, you give $400,000 or $300,000 and that this is about making it legitimate. Like what, why does it matter? Like, like what if the response from HQs is like, Hey, just use common sense. Don't be a dipshit. Well, that's what I ultimately tried to communicate was, you know, I'm not going to be doing burpees like that. Do burpees over the bar. How you've always done burpees over the bar. The last, what happened was last uh, two years ago in the open, Emma McQuaid, and I think it was 20.1, 21.1, whatever it was, she did the ground to overhead and burpees over the bar, and she set the world record on the on the workout. People weren't as familiar with her then. And of course, if you have the world record time, everyone's going to be scrutinizing your video, and people are like freeze framing in and zooming, zooming, zooming in and showing, oh no, her toe's still on the ground. This is a two foot takeoff, or not a two foot takeoff. And it's like, oh my God, like you can, you know, and on the flip side of that, you can go all the way back to, What is uh, this? Oh, disclaimer. I'm in no way implying that the athlete purposely tried to gain an advantage. The rules state that a two-foot takeoff must be used. More than five no reps should invoke a 15% penalty. Who wrote yeah. that up? Who wrote <clears throat> that on there? I'm not sure. It looks like – I don't know whose who's, uh, YouTube account this is. But here you can see, oh, you know, people are slowing this down to show – Was the rule a two-foot takeoff that year? Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, like I, I see what maybe fucking Adrian wanted to do, but you can't do it when you have three hundred or four hundred thousand or two hundred thousand, whatever they got people doing the same event. Like there has to be a distinction between jumping and not jumping. Do we all agree on that? Yeah, I mean, there's a lack of definitions. Basically, was the problem, yeah. but but this is a larger scale problem with CrossFit that the IF three has tried to eradicate. Is there are no rules? Like the rules are constantly changing. And the standards for movements are constantly changing. And there's the opportunity for people to, for CrossFit to insert new movements that have never been seen before in competition. Like that one year with the, uh, or new standards, even like the double kettlebell push press and second cut, the standard on that was terrible. And everyone was getting no reps. The judges clearly didn't know what to do. The athletes didn't know what was a good rep, what was a bad rep. And it's like, why, why are you, why do you not just have a a rule book for the year? These are the movements in play. These are the standards for them. And you should be prepared for them judges and you should be prepared for them athletes and you should be prepared for them coaches. That's a good bare minimum. That's a good bare minimum. Instead, they just pop these things in the IF3 is a total opposite. They have a very specific and set number of movements that can be there. And they're defined as what's allowed and what's not allowed for each movement so that they don't have these problems come up regularly. Well, then if they did that, then they wouldn't be able to rig the events and the games for Rich and Matt to win because that's how CrossFit makes all its money by just making sure that those two guys won all the time. So that would fuck that up. If anyone thinks I'm serious, you're out of your mind. I'm completely joking. You should see the emails we used to get at HQ, people thinking that. We know you rig it because you guys make a ton of money off of Rich and Matt. For Every, every year someone said that shit. Oh, a lot. Punch your punch your face. Okay. Uh so were there any controversies, Brian? Was there any, were there any big names or was there anything besides the fact that it gives us something to talk about for uh 19 minutes? Was there anything? There was one other thing about the rules that struck me as um curious, and it was with regards to the deadlift. And uh, Angelo may know, or you may know this. Uh, I didn't go back and do any research, but in the past, I always seem to remember there being a clause about bouncing 
the bar, you cannot bounce the bar on a deadlift. Mm-hmm. Do you guys, does that sound familiar as something yes. that's always a part oh, of yeah. the deadlifting rules? Yeah, you can't have your you can't let your arms bend on the way down. Yeah, yeah, no, no bouncing the bar on deadlift. That's like 101. If you're having a competition and deadlifts are involved, you brief that to the athletes. Yeah, and I don't see it written here. No. Oh. Yeah. For the first time that I can remember in, 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 when there's been deadlifts in the open, I didn't see any no bouncing of the bar there. And I could be wrong. I didn't go back and check all of them, but it seems strange to me. And then I had a couple of people ask me if I watched Tia's video and specifically her deadlifts. And they said, you got to check this out because she's. it looks like she's intentionally having the barbell hit at different times on the ground so that it bounces right back up easily. And I was like, oh, that's kind of yeah. true. Let me see what it is. So we got to see her deadlift. And you can see that she's bouncing one side first, then the other side, and it, and it's coming back up like that. And oh, I don't think she likes that. I don't think she likes that. Do you like that when that happens to you? I hate that no, shit. Yeah, I hate it's that. every it's every deadlift rep. Yeah. So you're saying you're saying she didn't fix it. That if it was if she really hated it, why didn't she fix it? Because what I was trying to see was if everyone, because she obviously doing with a bunch of people was doing this. I think that's Brooke just behind her to the left. Yeah. So I was trying to see if she was doing it or the guy behind her, and it was maybe a tactic that Proving was was trying to, uh, you know, implement here because there was a no bouncing rule. But um, I don't know. That was just another strange omission in this case from the rules for this workout for me. And she's, I mean, look, it's every rep. Like it seems like there's you're not doing this on purpose. She has best body and motor control of anyone in the sport. If, if a good you point. Go back if you go back and watch uh, Matt in stage one, uh, he does the same thing, and I didn't know if it was on purpose or not. So. The um, what is it? The deadlift handstand pushup workout. He does the same thing with three fifteen. I'm not sure if he did on purpose either. I I, I thought it was just on accident. Fr- Fraser so, does that. The, the, yeah. Ding 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 ding. Wow, wow. I hate that when that. I hate it. I hate when that happens. I even like when I when I coach classes and we're doing any kind of deadlifting, whether it's sumo deadlift high pull or conventional deadlift or anything, I always tell people practice to make sure that doesn't happen. What's yeah, that see? dude wearing on his face next to him? <laughs> Some kind of air filter. Yeah, he is doing it exactly right here. And we know that they obviously trained together for a while. Maybe they yeah, she's, she's there. Advanced. Oh, no, yeah. she's not there. She can't be there, right? What year is this? She yeah. could have been there for that. They were, yeah, they, because they weren't, they, yeah, that she could be there. They just couldn't do it at the same time. Good. Caleb, you're oh, okay. a beast. How did Caleb, did you tell Caleb to have that ready, Angela? <laughs> no, that was quick. Uh, yeah, that was so quick. Hey, I'm with Brian. I'm with Brian. Do we know how to do polls in the side here? There's no way that's on accident for T and Matt. You're right. That was stupid that I said that. There's no way that one is of us pole, is, stupid. is the poll. Either or- I'm stupid or they're stupid for doing that. Let's make that the poll. <laughs> yeah. Who's dumb? Matt and T or Sevon? Because because th- th- there's no way in hell uh, that's on accident. Uh, and she and she won that workout fastest time in the world, huh? Out of men or women? Yeah, yeah. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, the other thing I wanted to say about this this workout, um, so when it first came out on Thursday, I was really confused because I'm like, so for second week in a row, we're pressing our bodies off the ground, we're pulling a weight from the floor, and we're jumping over an object? Like, come on, you have three I was, weeks? Uh, How redundant was, can you be? I was told directly by more than one person that I need to that I needed to address that as well, so I'm glad you did. But Please. yeah, it's so the stimulus is so similar as last week. So so tell me what last week's workout is again. It was the it was the wall walk, dumbbell snatches and box jump overs with the okay. mandatory step down. Okay. So I so so the so the jump over 
we we understand what that is, right? Jumping over a box or jumping over a bar? Jumping over a bar. Okay. And what what is the wall walk? You're um, pressing your body off the floor. Yeah. Just like it's the same. It's like almost the same move as a burpee. The first part of a burpee or yeah. coming off the ground of a burpee. Very similar. Okay. And the snatch. You're pulling a weight from the floor and deadlift. You're pulling a weight from the floor. Okay. So it looks really strange that you would have two workouts in two successive weeks when there's only three weeks <clears throat> that are involving those three things. Obviously, there were there were differences in the workouts too, and you don't have to look any further than me, who was like eight thousandth on one of them and thirty thousandth on another one. So they were there clearly were other things you know in play here, but this it just seems redundant in the from a programming point of view when you have so few tests that you're going to administer. Um, Angelo, what what do you think? Like, I, I know intellectually what Brian is saying mm-hmm. sounds spot on and accurate. Do you care? <laughs> Does it bother you? Do you think it's bad programming? Uh, I think it's lazy. It looked lazy when it came out, and I think a lot of people um, I train with agree with me that it was the workout in itself was so similar. Like Brian was saying, the push pull uh, or the push off the ground, the pull off the ground, and then the jump is so similar that uh, the stimulus is. I mean, this very similar, like, I mean, the movements are different, but the stimulus is the same. Um, (laughs) I was told by a a guy who's smarter than me that he thinks that these workouts are the exact same thing. He goes, these two workouts are the exact same thing. (laughs) I'm going to text him right now and find out if he really said that. It wasn't this guy, right? (laughs) No, it wasn't that guy. If you took this guy out and just left the American flag, though, we'd be close, right? (laughs) Probably very close. Yes. Okay. I think I know who you're talking about. Good, good. I appreciate you keeping your sources secret, uh, Brian. Brian, um, and and so you made your case intellectually. Do you, uh, and and you are a very high level coach. I've only heard the best about your coaching. Um, do you not like this for your um the me- the members at your gym also? Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily mind it as a as a workout on its own. It's very challenging. I mean, we don't pro. We were not. We're not going to program a hundred deadlifts at that weight for members of our gym ever probably. Um, but you know, most people aren't doing a hundred deadlifts in this workout. They're doing somewhere between 50 and 70 deadlifts. And, you know, it's, I don't think it's unreasonable for people who can have the capacity to do, you know, five or seven sets of 10 at one at the 225, 155. But, um, it, you know, so in isolation, the workouts, ch- you know, challenging and it's, uh, you know, it's the thing that's very different about it. I think from last week is last week the rounds were all the all the same, so you could settle into a rhythm and just kind of keep going. This week, basically, once you get to either the set of eight or nine going up, that's when the workout starts, and so it's very easy and very common. I'm sure. I mean, it happened to me uh, that you know you just mispace those first six or seven rounds, not not realizing <clears throat> what's going to happen when you get to round nine, ten, nine. And so it's, you know, from a strategy, pacing, execution standpoint, I think it's very different from last week. Yeah. All right. Um, I'd like to make some um, critiques of, um, are we done with that subject? I, I think, I think we explained it very well. Sure. Okay. Um, uh, I'd like to make some critiques of, of 22.2 from what I saw of it. Um, the, uh, I'd like to start with uh, Derek Forrest's shirt. Uh, oh, you're talking about the actual live announcement. Yeah, not the live the workout. I really like Derek. I think he's fantastic. I think his shirt was too small, and I think it was making him uncomfortable, and he was like <laughs> moving around awkward and shit. That like like, and he's yoked and has a beautiful body. Just make his shirt a little bit bigger. Like his, it would just make Derek. Sh- excuse me. 
just make Derek's shirt a little bit bigger. Uh, there was some promotion. Um, uh, we talked about the rules already. There was some promotion building up to the games. Do, can you put a link um, to that uh, the the cum fetish post that CrossFit Games made? <laughs> this is very bizarre. I want to sh- I want to show you guys something. This is a post they made, and look at it. it says cum fetish. And I looked up the definition of cum, and it's it's what you think it is. It's it's male ejaculate. There is this push for – I know Brian's like, there's no way that can be true. Sevon doctored it. No, that's true. Um, and the song talks about coming too. And I, I know you guys want to be edgy. I know you want to be edgy. You had Danielle Brandon do the force flip off the week before. It, you, you know, you don't need to ask her to do that, by the way. She'll just do that. You don't need to force the flip off from Danielle Brandon. You don't need to choose the come fetish song. All you need to do is tell the truth. The truth is really edgy. That masks don't work. That st- if you stop eating uh, added sugar and refined carbohydrates, there's no chance of you dying from COVID. You can just tell the truth that every single affiliate is a life raft and the sickness of chronic disease that the world is experiencing right now. You guys can just tell the truth and you will be so fucking edgy. You will be so edgy. You don't need to use cum fetish. This is a family. This this is you guys are not the Sevon podcast. You guys are a family organization that's supposed to be showing the whole world how to get healthy. So so what's don't. The, what's the video associated with this? I, I it's it's a late it's a lady in a cool I like that lady's um outfit it's it gives me that full Tarzan strong woman 1950s effect I dig her but like like I and I don't and as, as crazy and wild as I am I don't want the come fetter song with my um with my wife or daughter girlfriend or sister playing either. but but I, but maybe that lady's cool with it I don't know I'm not judging her it's just not it's not CrossFit game stuff guys okay um the Derek there these are all easy fixes um. Let's see. Uh, I like the I like the, the 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 athletes they chose. That was good. Um, oh, let, uh, we talked about uh, Frakowski's uh, position. I want to talk about one more thing before we jump into twenty two point two. Samuel Quant. What's going What's going on over over there? Him um, a little off subject, but it is weird that it's happening right in the middle of the open that he's leaving the great Ben Bergeron. What What's going on here? And, and Andrew, I'd like to hear your opinion on after Brian tells us what he knows about this. I was, I was on, I mean, Sam uh, made a decision last season to move to Boston and train with the comp train crew out there. And he, prior to that, had spent a lot of, you know, pretty much his whole career training in his garage in Washington State. Um, and I think that his, like, his big tie in with, uh, with the guys there was Harry Pally or Paley that no longer, that, and then Harry stepped aside from comp train and moved on in his life. And I think that Sam at that point was, he was kind of like, well, if Harry's not here anymore, I don't know if I necessarily need to be here. Maybe he was missing the training environment, crew, family, community that he had back in Washington. And so I wasn't, I mean, I wasn't that surprised and I didn't think it was that big of a deal, but I thought that had already happened. So when these posts came out earlier this weekend or whatever it was, I was, I thought that the timing of that was strange, but I don't actually know when he left. So. But you knew, okay, okay. I so thought that he already kind of, left months ago. Yeah. Okay, so that kind of ruins my question. I'm going to guess that you're right. It does seem weird, um, Angelo. Do you think it's? I mean, I know if you guys were to leave the Mayhem Empire, that God would strike you down with lightning. <laughs> so, so you might have trouble understanding this. But the yeah. people who are um, allowed to switch gyms, um, does is it weird that that would happen? An elite, elite athlete like uh, um, Sam Quant. And for those of you who like just don't really know, when he came on the scene. Uh, he, he was remarkable and uh, he's been in the shadow of a lot of great athletes, but he is something, something special. We just, he just doesn't make a lot of noise. Do you find it weird that this, if he did switch in the middle of the open, that that would be weird or in the middle mm-hmm. of the season, you could say, right? 
no. I think, uh, like, I didn't know about Harry leaving or stopping with comp train, so he probably worked with him more often and um, wasn't as comfortable with the other coaches, which I can't blame him. Who is Harry? Harry who? Um, I, Harry, Harry Pally, I get this name. Yeah, he was like he was basically Ben Bergeron's right hand man. I think I think he handled a lot of the programming for comp train. That's like the, the general programming, not necessarily specific for the high level athletes. And but he obviously was working with uh, with Sam yeah. too. I mean, he went in uh, Aromas in 2020 with a live five person CrossFit Games. This is Harry. He was there as um, Sam's coach. And where did Harry go? I think he just was uh, kind of done with this phase of his life and moved on into something else. I don't think it was anything um, malicious or I think it was just kind of time for him to move on. But is he in the CrossFit space bill? I mean, like, the space, I don't think is so. Is he at HWPO? Is he at Proven? Is he, <laughs> is he up trading Fikowski in the behind the barn at Mayhem? Like, where did he go? I, I, I'm not sure. No, uh, not let's sure. see his most recent post. Let's get to the bottom of this. Caleb, can I see? Oh, I knew it. Beaver. Damn. <laughs> Damn, another one down. <laughs> James, you should report on that. We lost Harry Pally to some super smoking hot chick. Oh, well. All right. That makes sense. Okay. It all makes sense. It's, 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 it's fair. It should, should have been a slam dunk. Easy, easy guess. Easy guess. All right. Um, the athletes we had this weekend, uh, I, I thought were fantastic, who put on the display for 22.2. Uh, great gets. Laura Horvat, Emma Lawson, Justin Medeiros, and um, Saxon Panchik. Uh, three of those have been guests on the show. It'd be great to get Emma Lawson and Laura Horvat back on. Actually, all of them. Um, where is Laura Horvat training that she could be on that show? I thought she was in like Yugoslavia or Pakistan well, or Hungary. Uh, Hungary, Hungary. Yes, yes, Hungary. Uh, Yugoslavia, I don't think is the country anymore. Whatever. But neither here nor there. Um, right. I don't know. I mean, uh, obviously she, they asked she her to ben, do is this. She, she is she added, with Ben Smith? Is she living? Is she living <clears> over there? I think she spends a good amount of time there, at least. But she said, I think she even said, you know, she hadn't, this is something she hadn't had an opportunity to do before. So she was excited about it. Um, and I think for most of the athletes, if they get invited to do a live announcement, it's something that they're going to say yes to. Let me see that footage of Laura Horvat saying she's excited. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, is she, you know what? She wasn't I'm, that I'm bad. excited. I think mm-hmm. she was about as, you know, as, as excited as she could be in the interview with uh, Derek's small shirt. I was staring her in the face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Derek. Derek, it's a beautiful shirt. It's just two sizes too small, and you have a beautiful body. But like, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just too small. Uh, I just can't see. I just, uh, I just love it how you said Laura was excited. It just, I, I it just can't, I can't see it. Can we see? Um, Caleb, can you pull up Ben Smith's um Instagram account and see if we see any signs of Laura Horvat at the at the Krypton <clears throat> Krypton Palace? Where where is where is CrossFit Krypton? Virginia. Virginia. Um, Brian, she can't just stay in the United States either, right? At some point, she let's say she is here, she would have to go back for the semifinals in Yugoslavia, right? Uh, they're having them in Netherlands and uh, the United Kingdom, but yeah, she'd have to go for one of those. Okay, that sucks. Unless, oh, unless. Oh, not, what, and what? What is the? That's two days ago. Okay. Okay, so she and that makes sense. She told us, I think she was going to be doing that, right? What's wrong, Matt? Matt? What's wrong, Brian? You don't like uncovering where Laura Horvat is? You were giving some size and shit, right? Uh, oh, no, no, it's fine. Oh. 
All right. So she's so she's at Krypton. Uh, Sousa, if you're watching this, let's get her on the show. <laughs> Brian, can you work your magic? Do you know her, Angelo? No, I don't know her. Got to get her on the show. <laughs> I know her brother. I got her brother's phone number. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll be nice to her brother. Okay. Um. Do you do we do we like so these people? Your first announcement, but you're doing it in front of a lot of audience. Huge. What is it like for you tonight being able to throw down in front of everybody here? I'm super excited to throw down with all these guys here. I only been doing open announcements in my. Yeah. I only been doing uh, open open workouts in front of my own community, so I'm super happy to be here with the whole CrossFit community or like part of it. Awesome! Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun tonight. But first, okay, I, I can verify that uh, Brian's assessment of her being excited was true. <laughs> Holy cow! And Derek, maybe maybe the small shirt is the way to get. Girls excited <laughs> shit. Maybe just scratch that off the death off the criticism list. Oh my goodness. Yes, Corey. This is uh hardcore um journalism. Uh okay. Um where should we start? Let's look at the list of, of who did what in the open. Should we start with the uh the, the women are kind of the most more exciting, I think, to me. Should we start with the women? Sure. Um we have uh, in first place, uh, Matt. Uh, no, no, sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, in first place, we have uh, this week. We have uh, Tia Toomey, then why Mallory. Don't you, why don't you sort by twenty-two point two if you want to do that? Yeah, I already sorted. I'll start. I'll start. Well, uh, you can just click the top, Caleb, and, and it, it, over the. Okay, you got. Okay, perfect. Uh, Tia Toomey with 7.05, and then the times just become longer and longer. There was a 10-minute time cap. So we have Tia Toomey, Mallory O'Brien, Carolyn Prevo. Congratulations, Carolyn. She's uh, always She always crushes deadlift workouts. Good to know. Uh, Christine Best, uh, I, I don't know that name. Do I know her? What's her deal? Uh, she was at the games in uh, the online version of the games in 2020. She's been close at regionals a couple times. She's been around for a while. She trains with, she's at, o- I think, OPEX coach. I think Sam Smith is her coach. She was at Wadapalooza this year. Um, so, you know, Fringe could know of, about her, but she hasn't uh, had. How did a, she do at Wadapalooza? She had withdrew, withdrew due to injury. Ah, okay. Seher Kaya, is it Turkish? That Turkish flag? Yeah. Congratulations, say here. Maybe uh, our, it might be Armenia, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no one's nice tonight. Uh, um, we move on to. She might be Armenian, living in Turkey. Okay, you screwed Caleb all up. Uh, then we have Brooke <laughs> Wells. So in the top uh, six, we have uh, three Americans. Um, are you shocked at Brooke Wells' performance? This is the this is the young lady who got injured at the uh, CrossFit Games with a very serious injury, which I thought was going to be career-ending. No, I mean, like we talked about last week, um, her capacity is tremendous. She would have finished in the top five, possibly even third place at the Games this year without injury. And there's nothing in this workout either that's super demanding on her um, elbow or overhead uh, position. So pulling a, you know, what's going to be feel like a very light deadlift. Remember, she won the deadlift ladder at the game. So she, this is a very light deadlift for her. And then obviously she's good enough to press herself off the ground to do very well in uh, week one of the Open. So much less demanding here, even in terms of that overhead that she doesn't have to do. So, yeah, this is not, not that surprising at all. I'm texting. I'm DMing her right now. I'd love to have you on my podcast. You don't want to get try to get the, both her and her sister at the same time? 
on the pod on the podcast why not no no separate separate <laughs> separate i think twin yes yeah, separate separate that way we can have them talk shit about each other uh um m m but back to back for first 45 minutes brooke second 45 minutes and I like it. It's a good idea. Uh, Emma McQuaid, the winner of uh, Wadapalooza, uh, took uh, tied uh, Brooke Wells for sixth. Yeah, uh, and this is, uh, not that surprising here. She also, like I said, she won a, a similar workout with the ground to overhead burpees over the bar uh, not too long ago in the open. So she would have been a good pick here for this one. Uh, then we have uh, Leah Storen. And we have a trio of uh, Norwegian women right there, none of which are Kristen Holta. Are, are any of those girls on the team? No, there's an also, uh, I think they're listed as alternates. On, uh, Andrea Solberg might be an alternate for that team, but they're not the two girls. Uh, they're not any of the three girls from Wadapalooza, Team Krieger. Do Leah, Andrea, or Matilda, Matilda, Matilde? Do, mm-hmm. do they all work out at the same gym? Um, I don't know. Let's click on their names and see. CrossFit Molda, I don't think that's going to be the same as this one. No, CrossFit Oslo, Matilda's probably, oh, so three different gyms. Wow. Okay, and then we have our uh, appearance in eleven. Well, you see, Matilda's listed as CrossFit Trotheim, but she did these workouts at Oslo. Scroll up to the top one, and she did them at at a different gym. So, oh, interesting. And then, and then we have Andrea uh, Nissler from the Mayhem Empire, eleventh place, eight oh six. And and how many people tied for uh, for that eleventh place? Three, four. Three. Are you surprised that there's not more ties in the world, Brian? Not not here because it's still a matter of seconds, and this is these are all very elite performances. I'm sure as you get down into the 950, 951, 952, 958, 959 range, that there's probably going to be more ties. And then if you for the people that didn't, if you go look at like uh, whoever got 150 reps, I bet you there's a thousand people. I, w- I wonder. In fact, I know about- that I know that because uh, the uh, my my co-worker boss at the gym he beat me by five reps and i'm five thousand people behind him wow wow okay okay uh and then and then and then we go down to 15th place and we have brian one of brian's favorite crossfit games athlete if not most favorite christy aramo o'connell um oh, and, and, then, and then 16th we have Ailey adams <laughs> and then 18th emma tall and then, uh, what what about Sydney Wells? Or what what do we think about her performance? She's not even a CrossFitter, and now she's a CrossFitter, and she's crushing this workout. Can we call her a CrossFitter now? Uh, yeah, of course, of course. But uh, you know, very cool to see the um, you know, the rapid growth that she's shown uh, in the first couple of years that she's been doing this, and uh, obviously that environment down there has been a good thing for her. Um, so it'll be, you know, especially curious to see how she's able to do her second year at semifinals, assuming she makes it there. That's where I'll really be looking to see if, uh, you know, what kind of progress has been made from last year to this year. And then we have Australia's uh, all the way down to 26th place. We have Australia's second person on the uh, top 50 on the first page, Ellie Turner. Uh, then on uh, 27th place, we have uh, with outstanding morals, uh, uh, Danny Spiegel. <laughs> Uh, then uh, 32nd place, we have the mama, Ariel Lowen, um, Freya Moosebrugger from Can- – is that Canada's first appearance? No. Mm. no. Carolyn Prevo was third. Okay. 
And then uh, I saw Annie Thor's. Oh, Gabriella Magawa. Oh, Gabriella Magawa. Wow. I thought she would have destroyed this. Not that 836 isn't destroying it, but I would expect to see her like fastest time in the world. What do you, what do you say, Brian? Uh, it seems to me, I'm not 100% sure of this, that most of the women that are in the top 10, at least the top five worldwide in this workout, are probably smaller than her. And uh, Annie Thor's daughter and Sam Briggs, 37th for Annie and 38th for Sam Briggs. These people who are on this first page, the reason why I think this first page is so cool, because the open still does matter. You, you skipped over the 16-year-old or 15-year-old Olivia Kerstetter right there at 834. Wow. I didn't notice that. That's um, she trains with Hepner. That's yeah. right. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so she has she's, a one. She's currently fiftieth worldwide in the open at sixteen years old. But you know, Emma Lawson finished fifteenth worldwide in the open at the same age last year. Wow, crazy. Uh, these people. If you're not on this page, you're not winning the open. If uh, this is Find still. Out this is still only this, right now. I think we're sorted by oh, twenty-two point yeah. two. So, if you want to talk about winning the open, we should probably go back to the overall rankings. Yeah, I mean, b- b- base. This is this is but, Mal no, O'Brien's but, but win, um, right? I mean, if she wants, if she like, she's in control of her own destiny. Is what I'm saying. No, the programming is in control of her destiny. If there's no, if there's no one rep max test of any kind, then she's got as good a chance as Tia to win the open. But if there is, even though Mal's super strong, there's enough strong women competing that won't show up near the top of these other workouts. Yeah. And Tia's still going to probably have a top 10 or 15 score, yeah. even if there's a one rep max tested, that that would be enough, I think, for her to, to, to beat Mal almost regardless. But if the, if the only remaining tests or tests are capacity tests, then, yeah, she's got yeah. a three-point three buffer right here going into the last week. I'd re- I'd really like to hear what Shane says to uh, Tia right before she goes. Stroke my mullet, babe. Is, is he rocking a mullet? Is he rocking yeah. a mullet? He lost oh, a yeah. bet. To, with who? I think Medeiros. Was it with Medeiros? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, or maybe Colton Mertens. I can't remember. Like, does he have <laughs> does one he... Of those mullet guys? <laughs> He Did was he? in the he was in the video of her deadlifting, and you could see his mullet on the side. Yeah. It's actually pretty uh, it's pretty impressive. <laughs> I mean, he's committed to it. He's got the shaved on the side. He's got the full party in the back, full flow in the back. There he is! Wow! <laughs> Holy white trash! Good job! <laughs> wow! He, he's fitting in in Nashville very well. Yeah, he needs a straight out of Cookville shirt. Holy yeah. shit! And and, <laughs> and color in one of his teeth black. Wow. <laughs> Uh, crazy need some meth in his pocket too um you're right i i'm i he I, does she like maybe she was maybe she doesn't need a pet talk but i'm thinking <clears> that she's so far into her career i just would just love to know like is it something simple like i love you babe or is it like 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 you're a fucking bitch and you have something to prove to the world get it you know what i mean and then wife put some sniffing salts under her finger <laughs> Like I just want to know. Like, is there? I don't is, know. Like, I don't think it's. I don't think it's that serious. I don't. I've never seen him that intense, honestly. When they were at Mayhem. No, no, with no, nothing like that. No, 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 no. Yeah. He he. Saw, maybe he just looks at her and she knows if she doesn't do well, she. She. No, gets no one knows what that means. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> I didn't mean that, but that's good. For those of you listening at home, make a, make up your own mind of what that was. Okay. Uh, Travis Bellingham says Tia's deadlifts are ugly. You say that. You say that until we see that Matt Fraser's doing the same thing, and then you have to guess that they're smarter than us. And you, you know, and, and maybe we should see. I mean, if they, you know, I, I don't actually know if they had the no bouncing rule for the stage one of that 2020. CrossFit games or not, but, and I don't even know if that would be considered a bouncing of the deadlift yeah. or not. Uh, I yeah, don't, I don't, I that's a good so. question. You don't think so? That's, that's you, your interpretation of it. Seven was that to bounce it, you'd have to bend your arms. Yeah. They're leaving and letting the weight do it for them basically. Yeah. Well, so the, it depends on the type of plates that you use. So if you use the, uh, thicker dense, um, black plates, those stick to the ground a lot more. And I'm wondering, but T is using competition plates and so is Matt in those videos. So it shouldn't stick to the floor as much. So if you ever want to try and you get, you know, the regular high temp rogue plates, they bounce a lot better than the dense black ones. So those will stick to the ground a little bit more than the high temp, but the competition plates don't tend to stick to the ground very much. So I don't really know that there is much benefit to tapping it once one time and then the other uh, side. So I don't really, I don't The floor know. plays a role too. Yeah. If you're on an uneven floor, then it just happens naturally. But I just mean in terms of the bounce. Yeah. And, and, and like your, those plates in like 2008, I don't even think I, I don't even see those anymore, but those were basically basketballs. Like the one that Mursky was dropping. <laughs> yeah. like those were amazing. Those are the best. Yeah. Hey, are you, are you going to try that? Uh, in the gym, are you going to try that, Angela? Now that you've seen that, we've talked about it on the show. Will you try that and report back to us next week? I don't think so. Because- <laughs> uh, no, fuck off. <laughs> the, first time, the first time I saw, so when I saw the video of Matt doing it, I go, "Man, his his back must have hurt after that." Because I feel like it would be a weird stress in your lower back, twisting like kind of twisting like that. But I don't know. I could be totally wrong. I would have never even thought of that. It also is like, it's one thing to do it at 155. It's another thing to do it at 315. Yeah. Like that yeah. shows some crazy strength. But don't forget, Matt Fraser has metal rods in his spine. Yeah, true. That helps. He's like Iron Man. <laughs> um, I, I want to say one more thing about 22.2. It, it felt like there were a lot of commercials. It felt like there was one giant commercial for like Whoop or the Whoopie. Or, there was a lot of commercials. Tone those down a bit too. Let's talk about more about the affiliates. Let's tone down the commercial. Okay. Um, anything, anything surprising here, any concerns, anyone so low that, that you, that they like, they, they might not make the quarterfinals. Anyone just doing so poorly? No, I saw someone mention Emma Carey's score on this workout. I have, actually haven't checked what it is, but just remember that she is coming back from a back injury in December. So it's, it's probably not in her best interest to be doing this at full speed. So if you know, but it's not. You know, assuming that she didn't hurt herself doing the workout, no, pretty much no matter how poorly she did, she's not going to have any problem advancing to the next round. I was surprised to see how slow Emma Lawson did the deadlifts. They looked like they actually she restarted. redid she redid the workout and did significantly better. And actually, that last week I don't think wow. any of the athletes who did the open workout. Okay, that is really bad. That yeah. is surprising. Very She's still in 4,100th place in North America. Yeah, so her back has to either be bothering her or she got injured and just stopped the workout. Or or what about just playing wow. it super safe, no? Could be. But that that like that seems even like too, too safer safe. than safe. Yeah. Too, too safe that it's unsafe? That's triple masked? 
Yeah, I mean, I, this is the same score that a woman at my gym got who is... Uh... <laughs> Ouch. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no one's safe in Brian's gym. What's her name, Brian? Let's call her out. She did amazing, amazingly well. I was super proud of her. Her name is Melissa, and I'm very, very uh, pleased to tell you that she got that score. She's in her you know, early 40s, works a full-time job, single mom, and comes so to the gym every day. And she's her. in her early 40s. Yeah. Amazing. But for Emma Carey to get the same score as hers is definitely uh, eyebrow raising. Um, I hope she, I'm going to tell her tomorrow. She got the same score as Emma Carey. Regardless of how it happened, she's going to be happy. Oh, wow. Emma Lawson did a lot better. Yeah. So Emma Lawson redid the workout and improved. Saxon Panchik, we'll get to the guys in a minute. He, did, he redid the workout and improved. And that's it's not surprising that they improved. It is surprising that they chose to redo the workout. Yeah. You know, at, Because what, like, really, what's the point of redoing it? Emma Lawson announced, in fact, at the at the live announcement that she's planning to compete as an individual this year. So her only priority should be to make sure that she's in the best physical condition come semifinals. Redoing this workout or not, she would have easily made the quarterfinals. What is the heart? What is the most significance in all the years that the Open's been around that the Open's ever had? Was there ever a time where if you didn't finish in the top oh, 100? It's 2020 for sure. Okay, tell me. Yeah. Top 30 people made the games. Everyone else was out, basically. Okay. The end of the year, or was that, top that was twenty the weird, actually? That was the weird year, right? That was the COVID yeah. year where only yeah, five. You didn't, but you didn't know how important it was going to be at the start of the year. Oh yeah. shit! And that was in October too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you guys better stop sandbagging. Some good job on Mallory O'Brien, T. Claire Toomey, because World War Three might stop this shit in its tracks. You might be doing this shit at home. Wow, wow. So that's what happened in 2020. They, they, everyone just thought they were doing the open. What did they think they needed no, to qualify? No, they knew it going in, but top, it was very top soon 20 of the they... open did qualify, but there were also a bunch of other ways to qualify. Uh, with all the, there was like 28 sanctional sanctionals that year or something insane. Yeah, but um, you were the top seed from the open, so you were seated higher, correct or incorrect? Like I if you think were, so. Like if you were top ten in the open, you were going to be in the last heat. So that would that played a factor. I remember when Matt was doing it; that played a factor for him. So then, what ended up happening is they only took the top thirty from the open. There were they no took the top twenty, and then the ten sanctional qualifiers that had happened before the, the world shut down. Okay, and then they had to do some sort of online shit, and only five and five went. Correct. Wow. Okay. And besides 2020, what was the most significant? Um, 2019, where if you were the national champion in your country, you went directly to the games, or if you were top something in the open. Yeah. yeah see, you, do you see what I'm trying to get at here? That basically we've gone from this show would be so much better if, 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 and more tense, and we could talk more shit if, if, if this mattered more. Yeah, because even in the even in the years prior to that, <clears throat> in order to get to the regionals you had to do relatively well in the open like it was only only took x number of people per region other you know the, the region sizes and numbers uh, changed but uh you know you had to you had to do reasonably well you like brent Fikowski could not be having performances like this in 2017 and hope to make the crossfit games and the, and the, and the most famous female athlete in crossfit couldn't be writing and posting the open does no matter right right all right and we'd, and we'd have double the amount of viewers, although the show's doing great. Thank you. Uh, okay. Um, anything else we want to talk about here? Are we surprised? I, I, I guess we're not surprised. Do you want to look at the overall standings after two weeks for the women, or do you want to talk about 22-2 for the men? Uh, I'd, like, I'd like looking at the overall standings. I thought we did do that, and we pretty much know that it's going to be Mal or Tia who wins this. 
Yeah, but last week we had mentioned that, you know, there were some names up towards the top of the leaderboard that we didn't necessarily recognize. And I said, well, let's see how they go in the second week. And then it turns out that they gave the same test. So no surprise that they did very well again. I mean, look at these. (laughs) Fifth and eighth, tenth and eleventh, fourteenth and ninth. It's like. I like the way you slipped that in there. They did the same test. Ouch. Well, I did mention that, uh, you know, I did significantly differently on the two tests, but we can see here these people, Grace Strachan and Lori Clement and Leah Storin, who no one probably knows who any of these pe- people are, did very well on both of these tests. So I want to see a heavy barbell. I want not 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 155 pound deadlift heavy. I want to see an escalating ladder of cleans or clean and jerks. I want to see a high volume of bar muscle ups, toes to bar, chest to bar pull ups. And I want to see if they can replicate these things before I really start diving into who they are. Yeah. They need to change the third. The third workout has to be significantly different. Rich agrees. Oh, why, why does, what, what, do you agree with that too? Why is an athlete, do you think less significant on the open is better? What's the, what's his thought there? I mean, well, especially this year because of the way it's, I mean, the way uh, it's programmed, the two, the two workouts are so similar that um, if you put emphasis on these three workouts, if you were to make this be the what rides on you making the games or not, um, then it needs to be a much more the test needs to be broader. It can't be this uh, it can't be this uh, narrow. Like there can't be this many this similar movements. Rich, are you coming on the show on Thursday? Are we? Are we gonna, I want to. I want to hear you answer this because that's an easy fix, right, a- a- yeah. Angelo? You can just say, "Hey, we'll we'll do five events," and there could be more emphasis on it. I just like the more emphasis on it because I like to stress the fuck out of the athletes. I'm guessing Rich doesn't like it because he just it, it, it's smoother. But but is yeah. why not just have more emphasis on the open and get rid of the quarterfinals? I think the quarterfinals is more of a as actual competition setting because. It's a it's a weekend and they give you five or six or however many workouts they decide to give you. They give you a bunch of workouts. It's hard to redo them. It's hard to um you can't you can't game it as much. You can't like try it on Friday and then say, Oh, well, you know, we the burpee standard is really lax and no one really knows what's going on. So I'm gonna cheat it a little more on Monday and do better. Like that way in quarter in quarterfinals, if you redo one workout, like that's as much as you probably can do and do better. You can't redo really all of the workouts in quarterfinals. You get really one shot and, and, and it, it really kind of shows what kind of um, uh, athlete you are. But, you know, and, and the thing is, as we, as you know, Bill and Chase talk about this all the time when they've done their analyzing the programming for the open and for the highest caliber athletes. Yeah. It's really, it's very meaningless. The quarterfinals is going to be, is a, is an afterthought. I mean, is a given the opens an afterthought and then the, you know, that's where they have to earn their way to the semifinal. Um, but even for the people that are perennial games athletes, the quarterfinals not, I don't think is that stressful necessarily, but for the rest of the people doing the open, I mean, I had multiple people in my gym today who have no interest in competing, who have no, um, no chance of making the quarterfinals say to me, this is bullshit. I've been working on my skills all year, and if they just put another test in here that doesn't give me a chance to show any of my skills, then what was the point? Yeah. And like people have that mindset. They want to be tested. They want to have a chance to get their first bar muscle up or mm-hmm. to do bar muscle as they couldn't do them last year or whatever the skill ha- happens to be. And they're like, I've been working on my handstand pushups. I didn't have a strict handstand pushups last year. Now I do. My kipping handstands are much better, and they put fucking wall walks in again. Mm-hmm. It's like I could always do wall walks. I could walk in yeah. the door doing wall walks. So, you know, people are frustrated about that. And uh, and I think that, you know, that's part of the, the balance that CrossFit needs to keep in mind is there are, pe- you know, even though they might be trying to save some of the high skill, more technical or heavier stuff for the quarterfinals, that's fine. 
But hopefully this upcoming week, we'll be able to see that they are still including that in the, in the open because um, majority of the people, you know, they, they work hard to have a chance to show their improved skills or strength in the open. Yeah, there's no, there has been no real skills yet. And I mean, a wall walk is, you know, just very low barrier to entry. Like you said, you can come in the door doing that. And then a 225 barbell, you know, sounds good on paper, but then when you see, oh, it's just a deadlift, it's like, that's really not a separator either. If you had a, um, a 185 power cleaner or squat cleaner, heavier snatches, then that's a lot more of a separator. You don't have that separator with just a 225 deadlift. Hmm. I wonder how many people do the workout over who are just regular Joes. I bet you it's a lot. I bet you it's more than we think. I bet you people get like 13,000th place and they look and they're like, if I got four more reps, I would be 7,000th place and they do it again. I bet you it's a lot. I bet you it's we thousands have, and thousands. We have a rule at Mayhem that if you redo the workout, this is a, this is kind of a new. If you other than on Friday, and then you have to pay somebody to judge you because it's so annoying to have people just come up to you and, and uh, ask you. You're not allowed to have the coaches judge you because a lot of people just come to the coaches because we're usually the ones that have our judges certification. And that's so, for uh, everyone. That's for all the, for, for all everybody. the, all the members. You, like it says that up on the board somewhere, yeah. like underneath Froning Farms Coffee, it says, by the way. For three ninety nine, you can also have someone rejudge you again. <laughs> if you you have to you have to bring ten dollars with you, and then you have to not interrupt the class. So it's like it's a rule, and it's a it's a good rule because it keeps people. It like I think we talked about it last week that the the goal should be you should hit it hard once, and that should be it's like a competition. You know, when you show up to a competition, you want to hit it once and then see the best you got. I see a conflict there because we're okay with milking every. Thing that every like we're, we're talking that that if the rule is you can do it multiple times you should be able to do it multiple times just like if the rule says you should be able to jump over the yeah. bar a jump is a jump i don't know i mean obviously rich can do whatever he wants it's his gym but i think that you should be able to i i just don't i don't think it's a bad thing to do i don't so i don't think it's a bad thing so to i know do. I mean, how many members are across from me hundreds I no yeah i have no clue Tell if everyone wanted to do it two or three times i mean it would be insane yeah I'm going to be able to have classes on Monday. <laughs> See, I, I stand by kind of what I said last week that I'm not that guy that like just likes to milk them at all. So I understand that there are people out there that want to milk them. It's just, it's just never been my style that I like to come in on Friday. I like to do the workout. And if I did think I need to do in pat years past, like I think there was one year I was trying to qualify for regionals. And so I was kind of on the cusp. So I had to redo a lot of them. But uh, other than that, I don't know that I've redone many at all. Um, so is there a I, video I, of you doing this workout, Angelo? I want to see how you jumped over the bar. I'm going to judge the <laughs> um, shit out of you right now. There may be in the Mayhem video. There's some clips. It's kind of like a compilation. It's not really like oh. a video. I want I to see if you did phone, that. If you, did, how did you do it? Did you step over the bar or did you do like a, a, a legit jump? Uh, the video of Emma, was that Emma McQuaid doing like a little uh, side mm-hmm. jump? Yeah, that's what I did. That's what I did the whole time. That's, that's totally legal it, now, right? I, I mean, yes. Yeah, <laughs> Everything's <that's>, legal. <laughs> that's um, what I. That's uh, what I do. Any any insight on um on Haley Adams? Is he, uh is, is she happy with her placement? From what you know, she she has a, she has a fourteenth and a sixteenth. Uh, I think she she wanted to beat Rich, but I think that was her only her only uh problem with it that she didn't beat Rich. All right, five seconds, five seconds. Yeah, five seconds. And anyone else um on there, Brian? That um. You would like to 
talk about any 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 new people i mean i liked your point that basically the reason you one of the things you're proposing is that we're seeing a lot of new names up here at the top because the workouts were so similar that that's one of the uh yeah i think i'm i think that i'm probably an uh an outlier like most of the people that did well on week one also did well on week two the only reason that they wouldn't is if they are particularly bad at either deadlifts or burpees fair um okay uh, should we move to the to the boys? <laughs> I, uh, please, 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 every, please, uh, Rich, please uh, leave the comments. You're 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 stealing the show. You're stealing you're, you, this guy. You can't take Rich anyway. This guy's stealing the show. Uh, okay. Um, should we go over to the boys? Sure. Wow! 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 That's awesome. You want to look at the overall standings, or want to look at twenty two point two? Uh, let's look at 22.2 first. Uh, th- wow, this is fascinating. So this guy's... We don't know if this is a, a valid video or not. I think that probably it will be invalidated and it will this and Noah will tie for the win on this workout. We'll just upload a video, which is nice. Uh, because you because you don't know this guy from India? Uh, uh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Yeah, uh-oh. and it's just a little like suspicious that it's one second faster than these guys when, you, when Noah posted this time on thursday night or friday morning and obviously there's a bunch of people that tried to chase him down i mean chandler smith said i tried to get noah on this one couldn't catch him and you see you'll see the list of guys that have times that are about this fast and you'll recognize almost all of them and then all of a sudden this guy this one guy pops up one second faster than him sub 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 Subrit Singh, Subrit Singh. Hey, can you pull up his Instagram, Caleb? This guy is at the top of the leaderboard. He's from India. He took 3,645th place on 22.1 and on 22.2. He's claiming. And he uploaded, a, he uploaded a video of his 3,645th place finish, but not his first place worldwide finish. <laughs> ah, yes, that is a bit weird. That is a bit weird. That is. And uh, in second place, we have Uldis Upanix. Then we have Noah Olson. He's a mayhem uh, guy. Uh, oldest is? Yeah. Uh, why? If, if Noah put his up first, he should be on top if their times are the same. I'm just saying. Remember last week we talked about this when there was three women tied and we couldn't we couldn't yeah. distinguish. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think he probably – never mind. It's legit. It's legit. <laughs> let me see. Let me Let me see. Let me <laughs> – <laughs> Oh, Supri, you've, you've done this to yourself by uploading the score. You think this is really him? I don't see any CrossFit shit in here. Oh, uh, Jim Lover. Lover. Wow, okay, okay. Let's let's scroll. Let's scroll, baby. Let's scroll a little bit. Does that say Jim Lover or Jim Lover? Are those two Jim things are the same he, thing. He loves the gym and he's a good lover. Um, Let's go. Uh, wait, what's he driving? Is he driving a G-Wagon? Yeah, it looks like a G-Wagon. Looks no, like no, no. Of- no, no. Oh, it's, it's some a, kind of crazy. Yeah, it looks like a G wagon. Some kind of crazy what? brand. Some kind of. Yeah, brand. it's a knockoff G wagon. I need one of those. <laughs> that thing's dope. <laughs> oh, look how little those tires are. Hey, that's it from that. He took that in front of the muscle factory. Someone should tell Noah if he drove a car this badass, he would have beat this guy. Yeah. So that's seven eighteen. That's two. That's over two years ago. When's his most recent post? Look, Caleb. Oh, when's wow. his most recent post? He's more of a fashion mogul. Six weeks ago. Six weeks. He's more of a fashion mogul than a. Uh... All right, let's go back to the guys we know. Hey, dude. Oh, wait. What's what's that look? There's someone in his comments with the name Poom Ra- Poon rather. Hey, I should have made some posts at the top, just to get some. Just to There's get still get one some, more week, Seven. Just still to one pick more up week. some followers on my IG. 
Okay, good job, uh, Sabrit, for screwing up our show. Uh, we should do a poll on that. Who believes? Him. Okay, so so Uldis is in first place, uh, tied, tied with Noah Olson. Yeah, and, and that makes sense. Both of these guys, it makes sense that they would do well in this workout. Same with Dakota Rager, Phil Toon, Pat Vellner, amazing anti-lift burpee workouts. So at least those five guys, I'm not really surprised by anything here. Luka Vunjak, Vunjak from uh, Serbia, I don't know very much about him. Um, he had a you know, pretty good 255th in the first workout, so maybe up-and-comer there. But then Matt Poole and Chandler Smith, Colt Mearns, Cole Gray, Shaber, like it's a lot of guys that you know. Mertens, Mertens, Mertens. Uh, well, I just got my Mertens sticker today. I kind of want to stick it here, but it'll. It, I think. And look at this, dude. A little weird. Okay, I did a study with Bill and Chase one time. Nineteenth place overall, uh, Caleb. Nineteenth place overall in this workout. Thirty-five years old. This guy's record, Austin Maliola's record on workouts that involve deadlifts in his career in any competition is insane. In fact, it prompted an entire. Uh, episode that we did where we took specific athlete movement combinations. So it's something like Sam Briggs and muscle up workouts, Austin Malioli and deadlift workouts, Josh Bridges and thruster workouts, Rich Froning and any workout. I just did that for him. He wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> good nod. Good nod. He's still um, in here. So he, he'll like that. And uh, he's not paying attention. He's just fucking with people in the comments. The comments. Shit. <laughs> anyway. And, and this is crazy. I mean, Austin is not competing by, I don't think so. Unless maybe he has ambitions of, of trying to take down Hobart in the master's competition this year and 19th worldwide in this workout 10 years ago, he was winning open workouts with deadlifts in them. He hey, so what did you find? Tell up. me more. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Angelo. Sorry. He can stand up and touch the bottom of his kneecaps with his oh, with his standing straight up. He's got the longest arms I've ever seen. Yeah, he's got the he's got the longest arms I've ever seen. Touch the tip seen. of my dick with my hand when I'm standing up. <laughs> Isn't it the same as your kneecap? Though? <laughs> right, right. Uh, um, what did you find when you did that research? What did you find? Like, what any any like numbers you want to give us that are just crazy? Yeah, it was fascinating. You should go check that episode out. Okay, where is it? It's on Morning Chaga. No, this is with Bill and Chase. Get with the programming. I actually don't know if you can listen if you're not a patron or not. Uh, I have no idea. They put your ass behind the firewall. Everyone always puts my ass behind the firewall. Uh, Miss Sarah Cox, thank you very much for deadliest athlete movement combo. I found it. Oh, this oh. is this is crazy. Is it behind the paywall? No, no. This is my Google spreadsheet that I made. Um, uh, would you go see um, Caleb if that um, is available? Rich says Austin um, redid it. Oh, look at that. Giving us the insight. Will you see, Caleb, if that – what's the name of their podcast, Bill and um, Chase's podcast? Get with Get, the numbers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get with the numbers? I think uh, I think Austin did really well on the first time, though. I think he was like right around eight minutes. I, or maybe? I don't know. I think they did it rogue together. So Is these Austin are, Mal- okay, Is Austin Maliolo a Rich Froning um, – is he part of that lineage? Did he get his start under Rich? No, I think they, I think they, I think he started before Ridge okay. or a rare similar time. Okay. So these are the ones that we looked into Camille LeBlanc Bazinet with chest of our pull ups, Josh Bridges with thrusters, Sam Briggs with muscle ups, Fikowski in chippers, Austin Maliola deadlifts, and Katrin David Zutter on handstand walk workouts. And it was a huge, extensive process, but the composite rank at the end of the thing saw a Katrin with the best performance. Uh, on handstand work, walking workouts across her career. And then Sam Briggs and Austin Maliolo tied with her second right behind her. Sam on muscle-up workouts and Austin on deadlift workouts. 
You think he could beat Hobart in the Masters? <laughs> uh, no. How did How did Hobart do this week? Because yeah, that's a great was, question. I was concerned last week. I'm thinking about giving Hobart a second chance to do the news. Bring it, bringing him back. I'm just thinking about it. Just thinking about it. He's wishy-washy. Sun, Sunday news. Did, would you do the news show with us, Angelo? Yeah, that sounds fun. Really? Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Hey, that's a lot better this week. Yeah, uh, Hobart got five thousand nine hundred twenty-third in week one, and a blow Hobart. Damn. <laughs> and week two, he got twenty-four hundred ninety-ninth. Okay, yeah, that is significantly better. And what is he? What? 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 Are, as a Masters athlete, what's he trying to do here? What? what what's? What's Blobart trying to do? What place does he need? Uh, oh, we have to go look in the Masters category. He needs to finish yeah. in the top ten percent of males, thirty-five to thirty-nine. I think worldwide to get to the age group online qualifier. And from there at that point, I'll have to finish in the top 30 to make it to the, another online competition of called the semifinals. And then, um, top 10, we'll go to the games. John young, uh, Brian almost beat Hobart in week one. Wow. Well, he, I think he's do you're doing Hobart's programming, aren't you? No. Oh, I thought you were. No, I only did that for like 13 weeks in the fall. Oh, that's over. Seems like yesterday. Um, should we go over these guys? Uh, any more of these guys in in this list before we look at the overall? Are we surprised at Justin Medeiros's placement? He is. He took twentieth. Uh, it's very good considering that he was the first one to do it, and he didn't redo it. Um, and if you know, you look at you know Saxon redid it and got a six second in, uh, score of six seconds better than Justin on this workout. I Placed. think he did the next day with the yeah. proven crew. It's crazy. Uh, Colton Mertens, ninth place, seven thirty nine. Yeah, this was a workout that uh, you know, it wouldn't have surprised me if he'd won this workout worldwide. Uh, uh, he tied with Chandler. I didn't know Smith. about I didn't know about Sub Subreet though. No, Subreet, he he came out of nowhere. He's a gym lover. Uh, Phil Toon's a big dude. Are you surprised he did so well with those burpees? No, he's not no, that big. He's- and he's great at deadlifts. And he's, he's amazing at deadlifts. Yeah, he was he was a guy that I thought could also could win this workout. Yeah. Um, and but Vellner's a big really Phil Toon's not a big guy. I always picture him as a big guy. I've never seen him in person. He's not really tall. No, he's no. He's, that's yeah. He's, that's like almost as that's not much bigger than me. Five ten. He's just a, he's an average size for a CrossFitter. He's not. If you saw him, you might think he was even lean. Wow. Yeah, okay. he is lean. Um, where are the Jukic brothers? How come I'm not seeing either of them on here? <clears throat> uh, well, I know for sure that Lazar is like he is not interested at all in the open. Um, he has much <clears throat> bigger aspirations. It's D U K I C Caleb, and then uh, Luca did really well in week one. I don't know how he did in week two. Uh, Rich Froney took 42nd. Wow, he he Rich actually, I mean, Rich, Rich is is the ultimate proof of what you were saying, Brian, about. The, yeah, the, or I guess Rich said it. These are the same workouts. Who said it? Yeah, someone said Rich. it. Rich said it. Uh, forty third and forty second. Um, have we seen anyone on the on either of the front pages for men or women who got the exact same score? Exact same rank worldwide. Uh, yeah. I don't think so. Wow, that's fascinating. Why are there so many people in Rich's uh, um, avatar photo? There's got to be some sort of rule against that. <laughs> Yeah, well, any of the, any one of them can just hop in for the next workout if he gets tired. <laughs> Say thrice uh, you're in. Uh, Ricky Garrard uh, makes an improvement from week one, one twenty second to uh, forty eighth. 
Um, but he he's happy, right? He's he likes that. I don't think he's too concerned about the open. Anyone else up here? Any of these people that you've never heard of before, Brian, in the top twenty? Like we were talking about about the women. Like, hey, where did these people pop up from? It's indicative of that. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I've not. I don't think I've ever seen the name of Stephen Talifer before last week. Uh, Jesus Herrera Fernandez, uh, Isaiah Vidal, and uh, of course, there's our there's our guy, the best mayhem athlete, Charles Curran. Yeah. 12th overall crush this workout again <laughs> where i don't see him nice he's in 12th gonna... worldwide 12th worldwide he was, he was 30 38th on this workout but 12th worldwide after two weeks rich is so we, we told rich we're gonna put his face over all the pictures in the gym of rich's face we're gonna start signing everything over to him he who owns, is this guy did we talk about now. this guy last week yeah, yeah. He, what did we say about him? Refresh me. Refresh me. That he's the fittest guy at Mayhem right now. Well, that, well, that's clear. Who I who mean, is he? I, I honestly I did not know him very well before uh, before the open. Is he naked saw- in his avatar? What's he wearing in that? Looks like he's, he's carrying a, his clothes on his shoulders run. and under his arm, like his pant his pants over his shoulders and his like his duffel bag under his arm. <laughs> I think. Um, yeah. No. I had. A, I had to had. I mean, very few conversations with him uh, up until the open, and now I'm and now he's like crushing the open. So I pay very close attention to his workouts because it's very impressive. And no videos from this guy. By the way, I need I need a top five worldwide open finish next week from Rich for a little something I'm doing on the side. I think he's still watching, so hopefully <laughs> heard that. <laughs> Oh, are you going to say something about how every year he's done the open, he's, he's had a top five or something? No, no, no. We're doing a little uh, test pilot uh, fantasy game for some guys that are trying to create some app, and he's on my roster, so I'd love to be able to pick him. I just need the right workout to come up. Can't have him 43rd or 42nd. needs to be a top five. Um, so it looks like we've moved to the, to the rankings after two weeks, and uh, the, the men, there's a lot more men who can win it. Than the the women, the men are super close. But Phil Tune is at the top. Does that surprise you? <clears throat> Phil Tune at the top. No, not necessarily that surprising. I think he's uh, kind of a guy who is an early season candidate for most improved athlete this year relative to his performance last year where he missed the games. Uh, after what I saw from him at Wadapalooza and what I've seen and heard about him in just training in general, his overall mentality approach, he seems to be really well balanced. And his fitness, uh, very strong. Obviously, he has great capacity, as we see here. Um, you know, so if he ends up finishing like you know top fifteen, twenty at the games this year, I it wouldn't doesn't like it doesn't seem that far out of the realm of possibility. The Americans, the American men, just dominate. Well, so two things. What you mentioned that the men's leaderboard is a lot closer at the top than the women's leaderboard. This is basically always going to be the case. There's way, way, way more. There's still a lot more depth on the men, in the overall in the men's field than the women's. I've talked about that on here before. Probably change over time, but um, and then, yeah, you know, this is something that <clears throat> CrossFit refuses to acknowledge that I often talk about is that the dis, the dispersion of elite athletes in the sport is very different globally for men than women. Whereas the North American men are still, and that's including Canada, of course, are still very very dominant. 
there are obviously good athletes from around the world, but not in the numbers that there are for women in Europe and Oceania specifically. So, um, you know, they're, they're, uh, neither of those things are that surprising to me. Do you know who Nicholas Anna Polsky is? Not really. Is he wearing a turban in that picture? I think it's a backwards hat. Oh, it'd be <laughs> cool if he was wearing a turban. No, I mean, he did the, uh, you know, oh, he competed. He competed on both team and individual quarterfinals last year, but didn't advance in either one of those. I mean, the rest of the guys, if you look at the guys as you go down, how about Brendan Willis? Do you know who that is from Canada? He's in 35th. Yeah. yeah. You do. It's fascinating that that guy's up there like that, right? Not necessarily. I mean, it's uh, just with the the way these two workouts are. I mean, he's been doing CrossFit for a while, five or six, seven opens or something like that. Yeah. and he just might have tremendous capacity for this style of workout. Angelo, how old are you? 22. When you see the, there's this there's this group of dudes coming up. Dallin Pepper 20. Yeah. James Sprague 20. Um uh Colton Mertens 24. It, uh, I mean even Justin Medeiros 23. Are you Wow, it's interesting. Before I put you on the spot here, Angelo, yeah. there's no there's no 16 year old boys, huh? That's that's a that's a female phenomenon. Yeah, for sure. And is it because women develop faster, or is it more proof of what you were saying before that the men's competition is just more developed, more mature? I think it has something to do with them developing sooner. I mean, I feel like I feel like you see those guys, uh, those 20 year old guys. I mean, doing really well, like who are doing really well, 16, 17, 18 years old. So I think it might have to do with development. I'm not sure. It'd be a cool study to do just to figure out. Uh, it'd be a cool study to figure out and just like pay attention to the numbers and see like how that how that trend is for like 10 years in a, in a row or something. Are you feeling, when you see this, does this make you chomp at the bit and want to do more individual? You see no. these other young, no, you're not like, fuck these young guys. I'm one of these young guys too. I was here first. No, I'm getting no, no, no. No? No, it doesn't you bother good? me at all. No, I Jump think it's true. cool. No, I think it's pretty cool. Uh, I think James and Dallin are both really good guys, and I'm actually pretty happy to see them at high on the leaderboard. Uh, and who is the oldest guy in the top 50? I'm going to guess. <laughs> Rich Froning. Rich <laughs> <laughs> it is, isn't it? No, I don't know. Is it? It very well could be. What is he, 38? No, 32? Sam Dancer. <clears throat> Sam Dancer's 35. He's in 41st worldwide. and. Oh, get some Sam. You're a good dude, Mr. Dancer. I think Sam Dancer, I know Sam Dancer. I believe Sam Dancer is the part owner of Strong Coffee, by the way. Mm-hmm. And although I drink, uh, uh, I always drink Paper Street uh, on my shows uh, religiously, I do have some Strong Coffee that I drink on the regular also. It is cool stuff. Travis um, Mead is also 35. He's in 27th. Oh, good find. Okay. There should be there should be a special prize for anyone the the oldest guy who who who's on the front page at the end of the <laughs> open. I'm curious to see who that's going to be next week. Uh, if it is something heavy, we're going to see Sam Dancer jump, aren't we, in the rankings? Potentially, uh, there could be two tests next week, though, and you know maybe yeah. one maybe the other one offsets the guys that are super strong. Uh, Sam Dancer's looking to win 35 to 39 this year. Hobart better watch out. There's no way in hell Sam Dancer can beat James Hobart. <laughs> Ryan, you agree or disagree? 
at the games? Yeah. Hmm. It's a lot of variables. Yeah, I don't know. Sam's Sam's you know, he's he he hasn't had the greatest finishes at the games when he's made there, but um these two workouts are not things that I would have thought he'd be top 50 in the world on. Uh, so who knows? Um, I've heard that he's made quite a few lifestyle changes. And I, when I talked to him about Palooza, he told me the exact same thing that his, uh, his goal this year is to win that division. Um, who do we have next week as the athletes? Well, it's not going to be very much. It's not going to be kind of the same as it was the last two weeks. So they're having two I think they're having two live streams simultaneously and it's Annie Thor's daughter's team from Iceland, but I don't know. I don't think it's like a head to head matchup of Thor's daughter versus Fisher and Tola versus Khan. I'm not sure. It doesn't sound like that's what they're doing. So I don't really know. And then they have, uh, they have some team Hendersonville in Tennessee. I don't even know who, I think they're just supposed to be like a, like a pretty good regular Joe's kind of a CrossFit affiliate team. Um, and I, I don't know if maybe the idea is to show the difference in caliber of athlete. I'm not sure if they'll be streaming at the same time, if they'll have like a split screen. I don't really know much about it at all, but it's not the usual like climactic great uh, battle or, or matchup that we would see in a last week of an open historically. Mm. Uh, you don't sound excited about it. Not at all. And what would you like to have seen? <laughs> Two athletes of either gender going head to head. Uh, you mean either sex? Any gender. Any sex. You have to use the words. You have to. It, it's that miscommunication that causes it where we don't know whether you're supposed to jump over the bar or step over the bar. Of course, any gender is welcome. Okay. Any gender is welcome this week also. Okay. All right. Um, is there anything you'd like to add to the show? I think we I think we went over everything. Did I mention Derek's shirt? Let's go through my notes here. Um, is there anything else we'd like to mention? Any, any, anything, anyone drop out any, any, anything like, Oh, that sucks. Not that I know of anyone pop for drugs. Not yet. <laughs> it's a good answer. Um, yes, that would be good. Bri- I like this. I like Travis Belling house's suggestion. Uh, like, like we, we'd like to see this Trav uh, rich versus Sam Briggs. That'd be good. Depends on what it is. Um, most of the workouts that they could pull out with those two athletes wouldn't be that entertaining, I don't think. What's your guess for this week, Brian? Well, I was so far off last week, but <clears throat> there is a, I think it was Allison Scuds tagged me on something on Instagram. There was a picture of Sean Sweeney from Dave's Instagram when he was posting the uh, open testing prior to getting fired, and he was laying on the ground looking miserable with gymnastics scripts on and a jump rope on the ground. So probably something involving those Something on yeah. the pull-up bar, a jump rope, and hopefully a heavy barbell of some kind. Eventually, I think it's. I think it's probably just going to be a repeat of the thruster double under variants. I come back to. We got to jump some more. I think. I don't think we've jumped. There's enough. no way. There's and no. I they got to get jump. I don't we think have to get on the pull-up bar. <laughs> I would hope. Okay, so. so here's an, here's the other thing. A lot of people have been throwing this kind of thought out. Is is this the first year we're not going to have a repeat open workout as a kind of a slap yeah. in the face to Dave? These are the you know ways people are asking me about it. If you're going to have an OO repeat workout, you know what the perfect repeat workout is? And it makes for the absolute most pathetic and lame programming I've ever seen is last year's week three and four. So, it, so it'll go light right in line with the last two weeks. So perfect. Right. Uh, the only other repeat workout that really makes sense if you're going to have a repeat is the uh, double under toe to bar ascending clean ladder, which we've already had twice. 
I don't, I mean, it's a good test. Yes. But it would be so unoriginal, I think to have it at yeah. this point. Um, and I, so I don't think I really don't think either of those things are going to be repeat. I mean, if they repeat, if they make 22, three and 22, four, 21, three and 21, four, people are going to be like, really? Like it was cool and clever last year. And it completed the programming really nicely after having two lackluster opening weeks. So it makes sense if that's what they're going to do. But I really hope it's not that. Yeah, I, I, I hope they kind of pull something out of their ass. It's going to be a lot different because it just has been not exciting so far. And Dave was was building it up and building it up as there's going to be new elements. There's going to be new this. There's going to be pain. There's this. And so far, it's I, like seven. I was told what the new movement was last week. Am I allowed to say what it was? Uh, I, 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 I sure yes. You mean Brian, you mean from twenty one point? You yeah. mean from twenty two point one? Yeah, Brian, do you know how, what it is? How did you hear? How did you find out what it was? I can't. I can't say. <laughs> yeah, of course you can say what it is. Tell me what is it? Shuttle runs instead of box jumps. I, I suspect that you might be right. Well, that's you know that would be interesting, and I guess they they didn't list that you needed any space to traverse on the movement on the equipment list. And I thought that they didn't do that because they were trying to make it things that people could do in their garage, basically, if they couldn't get into a gym. So if that was supposed to be on there, then that's one thing. But then they obviously made that decision prior to releasing the equipment list. Did you hear that? Did you hear what it was? What replaced it? Which one of the movements replaced it? I thought of the box jumps. Right. I thought it was. So I think it was Dave's idea. And then um, the shuttle run got changed with box jumps. Because they didn't, I guess they either didn't like Dave's workout or they changed it once the, you know, the whole thing happened at Wadapalooza, which is very not the same as this situation. Yeah, it's it situa- is fascinating that it, that that is what was taken out at Wadapalooza too. And that was taken out because of the weather, right? Because yeah, that, that had nothing to do with Hey man, we, I programmed a, a workout last week at the gym that had Shana runs in it and it was brutal. It was yeah, tough. I think, I think it would have been very cool. That, so that was the new element that I heard about. And that's never been in the open before shuttle runs. No, yeah, that would have been something new for sure. And 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 I I stand by what I said that th- th- that's not a subtle change. That's not a small change. No, Box jumps and so. shuttle runs are completely different. I think it's a it's a it's a I think it's lying to say that it's a small change. I mean, look, I, I had talked about it last week that there was a lack of monostructural testing by the cross its definition available with by the omission of the rower so jump rope would be you know the only thing you could really do that fits that criteria and that i thought they might be trying to make the box jump over it like an aerobic movement even though it classifies as gymnastics movement and so that makes sense i guess if they were going to replace something that was classically monostructural running with something that feels that way i guess uh, you know box jump over word um, someone I mentioned last week who had a, a ass performance the first week that I, I see in my notes here was Lauren Fisher. How did she do this week? I'm not sure. Can you pull that up, Caleb? I, I, I get, I guess it's hard for me to still grasp that you can be in the top 25% to make it to quarterfinals as an individual, but you need to be top 10% to make it as a team. Is that opposite? Opposite. 25% as the team, 10% as an individual. So she, okay, so wow, significant. Wow, what happened last week? Well, remember she had that um, shoulder, that elbow surgery in the fall. So maybe the wall walks just weren't very comfortable for her. Wow. So thirty four thousandth isn't good, isn't good enough yet. Like like it's completely irrelevant. 
Because yeah. for her team, they could list every single member of CrossFit Reykjavik, which is hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people, and just take the top two men's and top two women's scores every week. And then they could use those to advance right. to the next round. And then they could drop everyone from the roster except for six people. Okay, I'm sorry. You've, you've explained that to me so many times. Okay, so so really, really, the Open doesn't matter for for, 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 yeah. the, for the teams if, if, if you belong to one of these amazing gyms. Yeah, not at all. She got sick and, and couldn't do the workout. All right, fair enough. Well, I'm glad she's better. 300, 354th is dope. Is anyone doing the time under the time cap just dope? Is that how hard this is? Yeah, we had one woman at our gym finish at 9.59. It was like su- super exciting. Everyone was going crazy for her. Was she the only person in your gym who finished it? <clears throat> yeah, a couple people got into the low 180s otherwise, which is obviously very close to finishing. But How did Angelo do? How did you do, Angelo? What was uh, your time? 43. Wow. And what was yours, Brian? I, I struggled on this one. I got 146 reps. I had a really, really poor execution on Friday. Blew up in the end of the workout. My bur- it was probably the the least proud I've ever been of a burpees. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. The time cap and the standard for burpees definitely got in my head, and I was very embarrassed by that performance. Um, and uh, but I made a post. I spent two days thinking about it. I put up a post on Sunday saying that I was just gonna live with it and not not redo it because it doesn't really track with uh, what else I'm doing in my life. And I couldn't set. I couldn't deal with that. I this morning I woke up and I was feeling really good and I was like I have to give it another try because I know I can do better than that. This is the post I put up saying I would not do this. So I went to the gym this morning and I lined up to do the workout and I felt really good. I had a better plan for deadlifts. My burpees were way way better and something I could actually be proud of. I got like three four minutes into workout and something felt really off in my stomach. And after the round of eight, I I like I was like I don't know what's going on, but I have to stop. And I was super disappointed about that because I knew I was going to get a better score. About three minutes later, I just let up this massive burp. Oh, that sucks. I really wanted it something to be a massive something else. That sucks. <laughs> no, and I was been burping the rest of the day. Uh, so hey, something's off in my stomach. But How many times have you tapped in a workout? Not very many. I've tapped uh, a lot. You have tapped a lot, Angelo? Oh, a lot. Give, I, give the me last, an example the last of what time that's like. The last time I stopped a workout was – uh. The dumbbells, thrusters, toes to bar, uh, double under workout, the 20-minute AMRAP. I also burned out in the last end of that one. My, my score was better, but I thought I could do better on it, so I gave it another go. And 10 minutes in, I realized I did not have I did not have 10 more minutes in me. So that was the last time I remember giving up in a workout. Tell me what, what happens, Andrew. This didn't even feel like giving up. This was like something was just wrong. I knew I couldn't push through the 9-10-9 feeling like that. It was really disappointing. I'm pretty bummed about it. Um, when when have you tapped, Angela? Is it because you get that wah 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 wah? You you overheat your core temp overheats, or is it just uh, I get out? soft? I just want to stop. Like, no shit. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. There's uh, there's different reasons all the time. Like sometimes my back hurt, or sometimes I want to be lazy, so I'll just quit and walk away. I'll just go home. I'll just like stop and go home. I do. I do that all the time. No shit. Yeah, I do that wow. often. I love quitting workouts. It feels it feels really good. You should do it sometimes. <laughs> I, I did I did another workout this afternoon and it was and I was burping throughout the whole workouts, but I just went slower, you know, and I was like, I just have to wait for this to pass or whatever. But I couldn't you know, I, I couldn't do that in the open workout. Nope. I, I nope, think Steven. that's what I wanted to see. I wanted him to say that he took a fat ass deuce or something. <laughs> I, I, I love, I, I I love for that to be. It's like it's like so silly. It's like burp. I think I've only tapped when I've been like really injured, maybe three times in my life. Yeah, like, I'll, like I'll something, definitely tap. When I I'm get injured. crooked. Like, that's 
I think there's no no shame there, but it's, there's something kind of that feels good about tapping during workout. I think everyone should try it. Some of it is like it's honestly oh, it sometimes harder to tap out of workout, you know, because especially when you're, you know, like, oh, man, my shoulder's starting to hurt, my back's hurting, and you want to tap. Um, like, it's, yeah, it's, 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 uh, it feels good. I think everyone I don't, should do it. Uh, Jeff says, uh, Jeffrey says, Matt Fraser has quit workouts too. No shame. It's oh, not sure. the shame. It's, it's just like, why quit? I, I guess, I guess Mayhem should have a shirt. Um, uh, CrossFit Mayhem. Just tap. Yeah. I'll wear it. <laughs> just quit. Instead of just do it, it's just quit. Just quit. <laughs> it feels good. I see. If I, if I, if, man, if I did that, I would, I, I guess I have a, a eating disorder or something. I would, I would have to punish myself somewhere else. Like you can't eat the rest of the true, day true. or, or you got to like work out later or I, there would be some punishment I'd have to invoke on myself. No, if I did that, I, I can quit a workout and feel all right. You're a good dude. You're a good dude. Uh, anything else we want to talk about? Are we ex- we're excited about week three, even though it doesn't matter. We'll be back. Well, I mean, look, the, We've been critical of the programming a little bit to, to this point, but you always have to keep in mind that uh, whoever's doing the programming has seen the full picture. So they know what next week is and what it entails and how many tests it is and what those tests are, and we don't. So we're only making commentary based on what we've seen so far with the understanding that last year was exactly the same. Through two weeks open, you're like, really? This is the test so far? And they better have something big in week Three and it was big in week three last year. They had chest bar pull ups, toes to bar, bar muscles, front squats, thrusters, and a one rep max lifting complex. What that's what I'm saying. Like, what are they going to do this week? That's that's not that exactly. That gives us a full, you know, the feeling that we actually had a full test. I think oh. it could be that exactly, right? Yeah, that's what I said. That's Very like likely. one of the two things that they could repeat is last year's week three, which I think would be a huge travesty if that's what they did. Not that it's a bad workout, but it's like just disappointing that you yeah. fired Dave. You have this, you know, already some controversy around or whatever, and then that that's what you're gonna do. I mean, the test then looks really, really similar to last year, one, two, three, four. And part of the thing of the open in general and also Dave's programming in general year to year is that you never really knew what was coming. Like you if you talk to some games athletes, you'll say, you know, yeah, that season was heavy. That season was this. That season involved a lot of high skill gymnastics or a lot of getting inverted in your hands or whatever. And that was kind of the theme of the season. And then the next year, they have a different theme. And Dave was really good at kind of always staying a step ahead of the athletes, the coaches, and the community and saying, like, you think that you're prepared, but have you forgotten about this? You think you're prepared, but you forgot about this. That's a big bill, you know, a big shoes to to live up to for whoever has got to take this over. Uh, A couple of things I want to say. Thank you to barbelljobs.com, California Hormones, Paper Street Coffee, all my friends. Uh, CEO shirts should be shipping. I, I saw that mine shipped today. Um, so that's cool. I'm excited about that. Uh, tomorrow I will be going live with Joe Desanya. I think I pronounced his name right. He is the founder and CEO of Spartan Race. They have a couple new TV shows coming out on NBC. Go ahead, Brian. You know those like T-shirt quilts that people make? Mm, no. Oh, like they they have like 25 T-shirts and then they get them into a quilt. You don't oh, know, I, you've I, never seen that? I, no, but I like it. I like it. I'm going to do it in my CEO shirt. I'm going to make a big giant quilt, but only put one shirt in the middle. CEO. Oh, I like <laughs> it. I like it. I like it. Um, uh, have, did you receive an email saying your CEO shirt shipped? No. Okay. Maybe they don't have your email, but I gave me your address. Um, what, what, what do you wear shirts besides mayhem shirts, Angelo? Yeah. I wear whatever shirts you do. Yeah. 
Okay. Or whatever I want. I'm just tap you. shirts. I'm going to yeah, you shirt too. Lay on the back. Lay on the back. And then on 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 Wednesday, your next, uh, sorry, your next shirt should be a picture of Sabrit in front of that car. Oh, <laughs> and then I it says just gym of... lover. It says gym lover. It's Sabrit says gym lover. Oh my Jim god, gym and lover, not just a gym lover. Jim and lover. Oh my god, if people would buy that shirt for sure, I want every color. <laughs> On on Wednesday, uh, so so tomorrow there's no podcast. Uh, it's I'm, we're doing this. I'm doing it live with uh, with Joe, and then um, uh, Thursday we have Patrick Bet David on at eight o'clock. If you eight a.m. If you don't know who that is, you should definitely Google him. That is going to be a f- uh, insane podcast. Uh, it's an incredible get for the show. And then on Thursday morning at eleven a.m. Uh, an hour prior to the open, I'll be going live with uh, Brian, Rich Froning, and Jason Kalipa. Well, at least those are the guys I've invited. You may end up seeing Angelo if one of those guys bails. And uh, I'll, do my best. I'll probably be. I'll probably be with Rich anyways. Uh, and then th- uh, Thursday, Thursday morning, then we have David Rush. He's broken over two hundred records in the Guinness Book of World Records. He's also a engineer at uh, MIT, or he graduated from the MIT uh, Engineering School. And then on Friday. Uh, everyone should definitely watch this show. We're going to have Greg Anderson on. Greg Anderson was a police officer in the state of Washington. He made an Instagram post saying he will not violate um, anyone's constitutional rights in the state of Washington. They told him that that goes against what the governor's orders are. And he said, well, fuck you. Then I ain't a cop no more. And he stood up for He's a police officer who stood up for all of our rights. He's become a huge Instagram star. And I love him. And I can't wait to hear his story. Thank you guys for doing this. Thank you. Peace. And love.